You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Bring along the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies to add a sprinkle of joy to your workday. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. It's a beautiful day here in Llano, Texas. The birdies are chirping, the wildflowers are in bloom, and it's day three of the Llano Earth Art Festival. But I'm not here for the music or the world championship rock stacking competition, although I will definitely be checking that out. Look at that pie. Nope, I'm here to get some pizza. All right, man. But as you're about to hear- Two pizzas? This isn't your run of the mill pizza All right, joint. there you go. Thank you, you guys have a good one. My name is Jake Wright. I am the owner of Oh My Pizza Pie, a mobile uh, wood-fired pizza business. What's your name? I'm based in San Marcos, Texas, but we sling pizzas all across Texas. Jake Wright never planned to be a pizza man. But as you're about to hear, life had other designs. To understand that though, we need to take a look back, way back. Jake's childhood was one filled with music. His mom was a music teacher, and he and his siblings played instruments. His was the type of family that had lugged their guitars to church on Sunday, and it wasn't uncommon to have a family sing-along in the evenings. So when it came that time at the end of high school to start making a plan for his future, Jake did what many of us do. He tried to turn his passion into a career. For Jake, This meant enrolling at Belmont University in Nashville, Tennessee, a highly regarded school in the music industry, with the hopes of one day becoming a producer. Only when Jake got there, he found that the music industry wasn't all kumbayas around the fire. What about school didn't you like? Um, most of it. (laughs) I didn't realize how competitive it it is, and, and I learned that I crumble under competition, so... It's a very competitive industry, the, the uh, studio work for music. Jake then did another thing that many of us do when we're not entirely sure if we're on the right path. He went abroad, took some time away to learn a new language, experience another culture, and maybe find some inspiration, which is how Jake wound up on farms in Germany, doing things he'd never expected to do. 
What were you doing on these farms? Cutting grass with a scythe? Where I was, yeah. Cutting grass with a scythe, uh, shearing sheep, picking apples, harvesting cherries. And in Bavaria, I slaughtered a chicken. Well, I didn't slaughter it. I held the chicken while he got clubbed over the head and then had his throat slit. Uh, for a vegetarian, that was an eye-opening thing. <laughs> the murdering of chickens aside, Jake enjoyed his time working on these farms. But there was one task that he loved more than all others, baking bread in the farm's bakehouse. So the setting of the farm, it's this magical place in northern Germany, and it's an old house, hundreds of years old, amazing flower garden, sheep, and kind of right in the middle in a central location is this old bakehouse from, I I think it dates before 1800. And you walk in and it smells like fire in there, and there's this old mill, we milled our own grains. Um, and it was a special mill made out of a certain type of wood so that moths wouldn't get the grain and just just an amazing setting. Um, and then the oven's probably six feet deep and four feet wide, just just gigantic. And, and the way you heat it is you just basically blaze it. You have to get it so hot that the bricks soak up all of the heat. So when you're ready to bake bread or when the fire's finished, it's way too hot to bake bread. And then it cools down, and then you can bake bread. And you can use that residual heat for for a few days in, in most ovens like that. If this were a profile of nearly anyone else, this would be the point where that person stops everything and becomes a professional baker. But that's not exactly how it played out. Because when Jake saw that oven, he didn't say, I'm going to be a baker. He saw that oven and he thought, I'm going to build an oven of my own. So you're in Germany, you you see this oven, and you get inspired and you think, I'm going to go back to Texas, and I'm going to make an oven? Yeah, after I learned to bake in that oven, I decided to build one. What made you think you could make an oven? Uh, I I don't know. (laughs) I'm pretty handy. I'd built things before. Uh, and I typically like don't question like someone else can do it why can't I so I just you know I just thought I could do it why not I've had the benefit of knowing Jake for a number of years now and I can say that this is perhaps his most admirable quality call it an innate confidence or an obstinate tenacity or just some good old boy grit whatever you want to call it Jake's the kind of guy that just gets stuff done. He's not going to wait around to the stars align to get a plan into place. He's just going to roll up his sleeves, if he's wearing any, and figure it out on the fly. But remember, at this point in our timeline, Jake's a financially strapped college kid, scraping by working on farms. He doesn't have the money to just build a personal oven for his own backyard. In fact, He didn't even have his own backyard. So if he's going to build an oven, he needs to make his money back on the investment. As Jake saw it, he wasn't just building an oven. He was building himself a job. And the job he came up with was to make pizzas, wood-fired pizzas. What are you doing, brushing the fire back? Yeah, I'm brushing the uh, ashes out of the way so we don't get ashy pizzas. And then I need to add a log because it's looking a little low. You gotta keep it blazing. 
And with his background in music, Jake got the clever idea to put his pizza oven on wheels and then drive it around to music festivals and other live events all over his home state of Texas. So you came home from Germany and you, you told your parents, I'm going to build a pizza oven. Yeah, outside your house. <laughs> they're, they're very supportive, but I think they're probably a little bit skeptical. You know, I had no money. Yeah, my dad helped me some and probably three or four months later, ready for the first festival. And after his dad had to put his own sweat into the building of the oven, he wanted to see the thing in action. So he offered to be Jake's first employee, at least for that initial weekend. So you and your dad drive your homemade pizza oven out to Alpine, Texas for day one. Yeah, we, we pack up. You know, there's it's before like the final version of the trailer. So, you know, there's trash cans hanging off the side, tents hanging off, wood packed as high as it can go in the truck. This big metal cylinder on a trailer. We kind of look like the medicine man pulling into town. Uh, but we made it there. All the wheels stayed on. And we sold a lot of pizza. How many pizzas do you think you made that day? I still remember. 140. <laughs> when we come back from the break, Jake becomes a man of the road. Strong work ethic takes pride in a job well done. This is the kind of person you need. Express Employment Professionals can help because in good times or bad, we understand how critical it is to manage your business for today with the right workforce. We offer hiring solutions to fit changing demands. Express knows jobs. Get to know Express. Go to expresspros.com to find a location near you. We're back, speaking with Jake Wright, who since that first weekend of selling pizzas with his dad in West Texas, has spent the last 12 years rambling all over the Lone Star State with his wood-fired pizza oven in tow. Tell me some of the places you've made pizzas before. Uh, Everywhere. I've seen a lot of Texas. Ooh, hang on. Let me cue Johnny Cash's song, I've Been Everywhere. Oh, wait, we don't have the rights? All right, uh, this free song I'll have to do. Yeah, we, we go all over Texas. We're in the middle of Texas, and we'll go five or six hours in any direction. Basically, if there's a good festival, we'll go. So we might be one weekend, and right in the middle of Houston doing the Houston Beer Fest. And the next weekend, we can be in a town where Cuero, there there is no pizza. Lano, there's gas station pizza, but nothing else. Dallas. Tumbleweed Town. A tumbleweed town, yeah, exactly. Marfa. Fort Stockton. Alpine, Pecos, the Burn It Blue Bonnet Festival. Yeah, sometimes going to a festival, you never know where you're going to end up, especially if it's the first time, and no two are really alike. So, so one festival, we can be selling pizzas to people dressed up as wizards and fairies walking by. The next week, we're in some small town, and it's cowboys with cowboy hats, jeans tucked into their boots, literally wearing spurs like they just got off their horse. But no matter how different they all are, they all love pizza. Exactly, they all love pizza. It's a great business to be in. So if the oven's running at 900, so how long does it take to cook a pizza at 900 degrees? About 90 seconds to two minutes if we're ranging from eight to 900 degrees. So you gotta really be paying attention. You can't be slacking on the job. 
No, we typically have one guy that's just the oven guy. And it's kind of my favorite job because you just kind of get lost in the fire. And how many pizzas can you fit in that oven at the same time? Uh, we typically have four, but you could fit five or six. But we typically were going so fast at four at a time. What's the record pizzas in a day? 740. Damn. Yeah, that was, that was a busy day. But before you head out to your backyard to build your own pizza trailer, Jake would like you to know that it isn't all peace, love, and profit out there. So you're not making pizza in a nice, climate-controlled space. You're out there dealing with the elements. Yeah, yeah, completely. In a homemade trailer with old corrugated tin on the side that, that, you know, if it pours, it can leak a little bit. Yeah, we're definitely out in the elements. We've made pizza in... Uh, rainstorms, ice storms. We've gotten stuck because the, the car couldn't pull out of an icy parking lot. So we're, we're definitely uh, in, in the elements, rain or shine. And let's remember, they're in Texas, which if you've spent any time there, you know just how freaking hot it can get. What's the hottest temperature you think you ever made pizza in? I'm pretty sure the Georgetown Rodeo, uh, maybe nine years ago, was 107. Oh my God. Yeah, that was, that was no fun. Every part of that festival was no fun. Did a lot of people get pizzas that day? No, it's too hot. They got snow cones. <laughs> and then there are the porta potties. So, you know, just imagine these hot festivals where it's 100 outside and you go to porta potty. It's essentially a greenhouse in there. So it's 110 in there. And then after a full day of that, wondering where you're going to shower. So you're really roughing it out there. Yeah, yeah, we're roughing it. You know, we end at midnight sometimes, and then uh, we'll go to the camper. Four of us sleeping in a camper. In spite of the heat and the bad weather and the occasional vehicle breakdowns and a whole big chunk of downtime when all live events were canceled due to the pandemic, Jake Wright has managed to persist through the hardships. He's even expanded his operation with another oven and a whole other team of employees to run it so he can hit two festivals in a weekend. All right, so we got dough balls got here. Dough you're, balls here. You're making these on site? Making these on site. We made the dough this morning. Got the cheese on, not too much. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. You like living What's this eccentric, mobile festival life? Yeah, I do like it. There are definitely times where I, where something steadier sounds nice or like a paycheck right, does sound nice. Looking good. That looks great. But overall, 100%. I, I, I like the, the freedom of it, being able to move about how I want. And I can shut down shop and no one misses me as, as long as I show up to the festival the next year. So one, of the, one of the prettier ones of the day for you. <laughs> so you made 400 of these yesterday. Yeah, 400 and change. Crazy. And we got a crew in Tomball, Texas at a German festival. You're doubled they, up this weekend? We're doubled up and they beat us by a little bit, but but we're at a cooler festival, so. Sorry, Tumble. Generally, the people are all happy to be removed from, Beautiful. you know, work or stress for a few days to be That's out with friends, process. partying, having a good time, eating pizza. And I get to give pizza to these people. Doesn't seem like a bad life. No, it's really not. It's a good life. And though Jake didn't live out his childhood fantasy of getting into the music industry, one of the plus sides of being a mobile pizza slinger is he gets to listen to live music almost every night. What time does the band come on tonight? 
The band comes on at 10, 8, 8 tonight. You looking forward to it? Yes. Think you'll be able to step away and go check them out I for hope a minute? So, for a few songs. And there's also uh, Friday and Saturday night, there's right over there in the alley, a few years ago they started Shakedown Street. And it's sort of Grateful Dead themed. And there's a great band that plays in there. It's really, it's really small, it's like 30 feet by 30 feet. It's packed with people, it's very fun. For On The Job, I'm Avery Thompson. Tracy! Okay, so my voice is cracking. I'm older than 15. I've just been talking over music all day. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.